Welcome ladies and gentlemen, this is the Late Fight Show. I'm Axel, I'm your host tonight, and I'm the only person you're going to listen to tonight. Unfortunately, my co-host Bert uh, wasn't able to come here tonight with me, but you know what? The show must go on, and I'll, I'll take this occasion just to ramble a bit about the fighting games. Uh, seeing the fighting games, like, future, right? Uh, I want to just discuss with you guys a little bit about what's coming for us in the next couple of years. And uh, yeah, and also uh, tonight, since I'm alone, if anybody in the chat wants to like uh, join in in the, in the uh, like in in I don't know, I don't know what to say. Uh, join in with me discussing about uh, these kind of topics uh, is welcome to do so. So. I have a voice mod. I did it again. I did it again. Yeah, that's the magic of live shows. Let me see. Jesus. Okay, my voice should sound normal right now. Let me know if that's the case. <laughs> I had I had to screw up, you know. At least once once a stream, I I have to screw up. Anyway, anyhow. It's just me tonight. You're gonna, I'm gonna like let some video go on the background and just talk about what's in store for us as fighting games fans in the near future. So what a time to be a fighting game fan this is. You know, uh, we've got two major fighting games coming up, like probably the two biggest names in the fighting game scene, and also some uh, new entries coming up as well. Uh, that are really, really interesting and I, I wanted to discuss also them with you. Uh, also a bunch of updates for like old games, so it's it's a very nice, nice time to be a fighting game fan, so without further ado. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play uh, some Street Fighter 6 in the background, just like, you no, know, no, just to make something go. And also I will show a couple of Tekken 8 trailers stuff like that so let's talk about this first of first and foremost as i was saying we got street fighter 6 coming up and also tekken 8 so this is like uh it happens really rarely that you got a major release from these two franchises almost happening at the same time it's not at the same time of course because tekken 8 we know that is coming later we don't know yet uh when it is coming exactly when it is coming i'm i'm guessing like 2024 something like that uh like judging by the state the state of the game uh the development state of the game it looks really fur further along uh we've seen the trailers they look good uh they look polished as well uh, um, game mechanics also i think 
we know basically all of it right now because um, they didn't show anything new in the trailers as far as mechanics go. So I think uh, the game is pretty much done, and I and it's probably uh, just like uh, I think uh, um, about time and developing all the characters for the launch. You know, Tekken always has a huge roster at launch, so. Uh, that we probably take some time to work on the characters and stages and stuff like that, presentation stuff. And what I'm curious about, and this is like, this is, this is the the thing that makes me wonder. You know, I'm as I was saying, I'm seeing both uh, information coming up for Street Fighter and Tekken, right? And Street Fighter is like right around the corner, a couple of months away. Um, and we've seen a lot of stuff from Street Fighter. We've seen characters, we've seen uh, single-player stuff, we've seen uh, also beta, we had betas, pretty much the, the whole shebang. So I, it's clear that Street Fighter this time around is not just a fighting game, it's just it's it's a proper-ass video game, you know? And, and there's a lot of stuff going on for it. And also they're nailing pretty much all the marketing stunts they're doing. Uh, the cadence of information releases, uh, also uh, the big uh, news drop about the next Capcom Pro Tour and all the stuff. It, they, Capcom is doing really great um, in in every aspect of the, of this like coming up game uh, phase. So I want to just talk about Tekken a little bit about the same thing. We, we don't know everything about Tekken, we just know the mechanics and we know some of the characters that are, they are in it. But they didn't talk about like the structure of the game, the package. We don't know if it has a single player mode, what kind of single player mode it has, uh, if it has some more modes, some more stuff that we don't know about, like an, uh, I don't know, some of the mini game modes that we had in the past, like Tekken Ball, uh, Tekken Force even, you know, a new Tekken Force could be very interesting actually, with this kind of graphics and fidelity, you know, this is, this is the low trailer that it's going in the background, as we, we all watched, I think, by now, there's no need for me to discuss it, uh, plenty, plenty of reaction videos around the internet right now about that, I want to just say that, like, uh, uh, I like I like the load trailer. Looks good. It looks interesting about like the gameplay looks interesting enough. I think other characters are, are more fleshed out than him. Uh, some of some of his like very fleshy moves are not as fleshy as other as other characters. But you know, uh, still still nice. Still nice. There are some things that I like. Anyhow, um, I wonder when Namco Bandai will, will show up and tell us what's actually gonna be inside the game. What what will be the package, the Tekken 8 package? What will look like? Uh, I think they feel some kind of pressure uh, based on what Capcom has shown up until now, because Capcom has shown a lot of stuff inside, uh, like the, the, the Street Fighter 6 package. They had a big, 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 big backlash uh, back in the day when they released Street Fighter V, right? And and um, and I think that's that's the um, the reason uh, the reason why they are doing so much. They are putting so much effort into this new game, uh, especially as far as far like uh, not competitive related content. 
we've seen uh, we've seen the, the big single player mode we've seen all the stuff about like uh, currency and the personalized uh, customization of the character the avatars and stuff it looks like a, a big ass game you know compared to older older Street Fighter I'm, I'm wondering if, if Namco Banda is like feeling this kind of pressure now I know Tekken is its own thing uh, it, usually doesn't follow the rules of other fighting games especially western fighting games which you know at the, at this time i think the, basically the only the only western fighting game is basically mortal kombat uh, so they don't they usually don't follow any rules like they arada's doing what the what the fuck he want to do every time uh, so i'm curious I'm curious, and I, I wanna I wanna know what you guys thinks about this because if they show up without anything else than like just the basic fighting game package like like you know online mode, uh, um, ranked mode, casual matches, and like training mode and stuff, and nothing else show up, I don't know. I think the community will be a little bit let down. Not maybe the super hardcore um, competitive com competitive community. I'm sorry. Uh, they will probably just see the gameplay and, and judge the game based on that alone. But I think the rest, like the community at large, would be like pretty pissed off if they don't have any kind of like content, like different content in the game. And, uh, and I want to say they don't have also the same leverage that Capcom has as far as like competitive scene goes. Even though the Tekken World Tour is, is really big and uh, like successful, successful, they don't have like the money to sustain to, to at least like go toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with Capcom uh, from that side of things, I think. Uh, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how... Uh, because. When I talk to people, some some people like in the community are saying to me, oh, uh, as soon as people known about, uh, as soon as people knew about the, the the big price pool that Capcom is like dishing out for the next Capcom tour, uh, everybody's gonna play just Street Fighter, like for you know for for the money. I, I don't think that's I don't think that's fair for other fighting games because fighting games are something that really very driven by passion and uh, and I don't think that a, a person that likes to play Tekken very much is gonna switch its main game just just because of like imaginary prize pools that <laughs> they probably never be able to achieve anyway you know uh, like to get to get in the Capcom Cup alone you you have to like work your butt off and and uh, and to get to the top even you know it's really really hard it's like one in a in a million kind of situation and i don't think that uh, everybody's gonna be switching to street fighter just because of that some people are gonna switch to street fighter because street fighter looks is looking very very good street fighter is looking uh polished is looking complete and they are nailing the marketing which is important you know for this this kind of events like a big big new Street Fighter launch, uh, they're nailing the marketing. So uh, that's that's the reason why some people 
are going to switch to Street Fighter, or just like new players that weren't even interested in fighting games before, we'll give it a try. Uh, I think I think uh, the way Capcom is handling is, this launch is looking like this is this could be the first Street Fighter that could go mainstream, like go toe to toe with some of the more mainstream fighting games like Mortal Kombat, for example. That's my that's my train of thought. I don't know if this is actually something achievable for Street Fighter, but you know, we're talking about like a niche genre, niche genre and and uh, and difficult one at that. Also, they didn't make the game more accessible, in my opinion. Yes, they all they they put inside all those like simple comments and stuff like that. But it, the game itself is uh, very complex. It has lost lots of mechanics and stuff you can do. So it's not going to be easy for new players anyway. But but that's not the point. That's not the point of fighting games. I think... So... I, I kind of have made a, a 180 on this. Because if you know me, you know that uh, I was a big proponent of accessibility in fighting games. Of, like... Uh, putting down barriers that prevented new players to enjoy the game, right? I was a big proponent of those kind of implementation in these new games. But the thing is, I changed my mind about that. And there's nothing I can do about it. I changed my mind because because I talked to many people in the community. I talked, I, I listened to many, like, uh, Influencers, right, or just mem important members of the the FGC at large, the worldwide FGC, and I and I changed my mind about that because it's um, I thought that fighting games were actually too difficult for new players to show up and and have fun, but uh, I noticed something, and I remember something also. Some time ago, I uh, organized a, a fun tournament, Street Fighter tournament, in um, uh, at, at work, basically, like in my office. Uh, and uh, I brought the stuff, I brought like the equipment, uh, the fighting sticks and stuff, and, uh, and I made everybody in like uh, in my company just play, right, in a tournament. Of course, nobody knew what they were doing, but they had fun. The thing I've seen is that they had fun no matter what, even though they were just jumping around and pushing buttons and stuff like that. When they won, they had fun. And also, who lost had fun. And it was actually kind of weird to see, right? And, and, and I noticed the beauty of these kind of games in that moment because people were having fun even though they didn't know what the fuck they were doing, right? And 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 it, and it was Street Fighter Five, which is not accessible right right away. If you don't know how fighting games work, fighting game uh, Street Fighter Five is an easy game for fighting game players. Uh, it's not an easy game for uh, like a casual player at all. Uh, there are no there are no auto auto combos. There are no like easy inputs. 
you you get what you get, right? So I, I was seeing people like just mashing and and having fun, even though their character weren't doing one single special move, one single super move. They were just like pressing buttons and they were having fun just because they like they beat each other up and somebody won, and somebody lost, right? And it was nice to see, and that made me realize that. Uh, fighting games can be as complex and as difficult and deep and profound as they want to be. And if if a person wants to get good at it, it will. It will get good at it. It's just a matter of wanting to or not, right? Or also having, like, uh, the right environment to be, like, uh, to get involved. Because uh, of course, if you're gonna play alone at home and trying to get online, you can you're gonna probably end up with your ass handed to you more often than not, and, and you're gonna quit, right? But if you have a, a friend that also like it, it, it doesn't matter your if you have a friend that like is really good at the game. Uh, if you have a friend that understands the game good enough that you can like know what what. What's it? What is better to do and what what is not? Uh, you can get you can get into the game. I think you can get like attached to the game. You can have fun. You can like um, move yourself in a position that you would you want to to improve your gameplay. All right. So the thing is, these fighting games will not be fun. They will will not be easy to play. But they have the best chance yet at like breaking through the mainstream. And I, I'm not just talking about Street Fighter. I'm, to- I'm also talking about Tekken 8, and I'm also talking about a new game that uh, we know little about, but we've seen already a couple of times also on this channel. She's Project L, uh, and that's uh, that, that that game is like as even probably a bigger chance. Of breaking through the the mainstream, right? Because of the the intellectual property property is it's based on everybody and their grandmother plays League of Legends, basically. You know, everybody knows those character, and uh, that game was gonna have a big, 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 massive chance of being huge uh, and uh, bringing new people into the fighting game scene. Which is important. But before talking about Project L, I wanted to like shift my attention a little bit to Tekken. Because I've talked enough about Street Fighter. They're doing great. They're probably doing they they will probably sell more than they ever sold, I think, this time around. And and we're gonna see also what happens when Mortal Kombat 12 gets announced and how how the hype behind that is gonna be. Because uh, usually Mortal Kombat like generates a lot, lots of hype, uh, both in the fighting game community, in, like in the Netherrealm community, and uh, and also uh, for the casual community because like uh, you know it's mainstream. So Mortal Kombat is uh, is a well-established IP. There are films. There are like tons of games that everybody played in their childhood. So it, it's 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 big. It's a big property. And it's gonna do well, but um, in in you know there are some lukewarm reception of uh, Mortal Kombat games usually from the from the fighting game community just because like they 
uh, they, they don't last as long as other fighting games the support is not as long uh, and um, it's they are all there are also kind of weird games uh, usually if you play those kind of games you don't play like Japanese style fine game fighting games usually there are some people that do both but uh, it is it, so much different than what what we and I say we I mean uh, people of the uh, of my community of course but also like you know the community at large that that, that play Japanese fighting games uh, for us it's very very different uh, in feeling and everything else but talking about Tekken there are some points I want to make about Tekken because I think they're doing some things right and some less right <laughs> I don't know how to say that um, first of all most the fact that they announced a new season of the Tekken War 2 on, on Tekken 7 it's a big bummer and you can say whatever you want about that but it is a big deal that we're gonna endure we're gonna have to endure another Tekken 7 competitive season and the competitive play even though it's not a mainstream thing and people like the the, the big picture is not gonna be impacted by that uh, for us like hardcore in the community community it's a big deal because we we're tired of we're tired of both Street Fighter 5 and Tekken 7 we are there's no uh, there's no need to hide that, you know, we're tired, we've seen these games for a long gas time, and uh, it's time to move on. And, uh, and, and Tekken, Tekken 7, I don't know, well, when was it, when was it released? I think it's like, even older than Street Fighter 5 or something. Tekken, let me check. Because before Faded Retribution, there was... Look at that. February 18th, 2015. Jesus. It's an old-ass game. So, we're tired of it, of course. And we want to we wanna move on. Uh, and that's not great publicity for the new game. Uh, at the end of the Tekken War 2, they, they of course showed all... Um, Together with the fact that there was a new Tekken World Total Tekken 7, they showed also something about Tekken 8, of course. But they did something else wrong right there. They did something else wrong right there. And it was the presentation, like the Arada presentation. Uh, it was not wrong in and of itself, right? It was not wrong as uh, as information. The, the, the kind of information they they uh, conveyed there, it's it was good information, right? The fact that it, it, the format wasn't right, and also the moment wasn't right, because you are at the finals of your biggest tournament. The hype is real, like people are excited, and you make them sit and watch like a 35, 36 minutes present PowerPoint presentation and talking head presentation about the, the, the mechanics of the new game. I don't know. I don't know. I, the, the way I would have done it, it's very different. I would have done it this way. I would have shown the trailer, the Nina trailer, but for before that, because they, of course, they showed the Nina trailer after the presentation because they needed people to understand the mechanics or, or, 
at least to have like seen the mechanics before, right? Just not to generate more questions with the Nina trailer. But I would have done two trailers, a small trailer showing the mechanics, like just quick succession of imagery, uh, characters doing stuff with the name of the, um, of the mechanic involved, like very fast, very bombastic trailer, like to keep the hype up of the situation. Um, it was like it was just like too big, too too big of a change of pace for that event, you know. Before, like playing in the top eight and stuff, it was too slow, in my opinion. So I would have done a trailer for the mechanics. Then I would have, I would have like shown the Nina trailer, and afterwards I would have released just on YouTube the big ass thirty-five minute presentation with Araga. You know that. That is what I would have done. And um, because the thing is, when you tell when you talk about mechanics in deep details, like like they did, in front of an audience that really understands the ins and outs of your game, you're gonna have like mixed reception. You're gonna you're gonna have some people that like are hyped for that. And you 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 would know. Like watching at the event, you would know if people were like uh, cheering when they when they saw something they liked or not when they saw something they don't. Since Tekken 8 mechanics are very controversial for the Tekken community because Tekken, you know, it's very like a, you know, it's a very legacy game. They like like their tradition. They like their uh, the way they play. They like the movement. They like the uh, the defensive aspect of the game and stuff like that. So when you change the game up so much that uh, you basically shift the whole game balance from very defense defense oriented to to the keyword aggressive, right? It's gonna it's gonna be polarizing for your uh, for your public, yeah, for your for your for your community. And it was polarizing because there was there were people in the uh, like at the event cheering and people that were like oh, I don't know about that like chip damage seems kind of nuts and stuff like that or also oh, the drive uh, not the drive what it's called the, the heat stuff it's kind of wild so much so much offense happening uh, that you can avoid probably I don't know they didn't show any defensive uh, mechanics like proper defensive mechanics like to to deal with the heat stuff you know so there were people that were concerned about that and um, that was not the correct way to show that, th those things, I, in my opinion. So they are, they are doing like a hit and miss, in my opinion, as far as like PR goes. The trailer are good. Um, are good in a sense that it's very nice to see old characters doing new stuff, finally, in Tekken. Like really new stuff. We've seen uh, like some uh, many new animations, um, new combo routes. Like uh, uh, the combo, finally, combo combos look different finally in Tekken 8. But um, there there are also some negatives about those trailer, in my opinion. And one of it, one of them is like uh, the music is always always the same. So there are there are things in those trailers that make me think that the game is not 
as ready as Street Fighter, for example. Which, which is, of course, the case because it's coming later, right? But, you know, the level of polish that, it, that Street Fighter is showing is terrifying compared to what uh, Namco is showing for Tekken 8. Because we have, we've seen Tekken 8 in three, basically, in three uh, different fidelities uh, since it was announced. Because the announcement trailer, the, like the teaser trailer with Kazuya and Jin fighting in the in the rain, like in the storm. That was kind of fake. It was it was like the graphics were super pumped, super like trailery. Okay, so there were there, there was some movie magic going on right there. Uh, and I knew it was gonna look it wasn't gonna look like that uh, in the final build, right? It was clear for me at least. It was clear. Uh, then we've seen like an intermediate uh, build after that, like when they shown the gameplay mechanics and stuff, that they looked uh, kind of meh. The lighting kind of looked off. Some 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 of the things look, looked off. Like the, all the particle effects look, looked like unbalanced. And then they shown this this these new trailers that look better, much much better than like the old gameplay stuff that they shown. Much much better. Still not like the first trailer, of course, but that the game will not will not look at that. Will never look at like that. Like keep that in mind. Um, and but they look good. But there are some things that like make me think that they um, they're really far from release. For example. We didn't. We also only listened to one track of music, right? The the main track. Uh, fi- um, nicely enough, the last trailer had a new stage in it, which make, made me think, oh, of course, that they're showing something new. Uh, and then the fact that they're showing uh, trailers for the few characters that we already know, we we've already known that they were in the, in the game, like from the beginning. So we've seen all the characters from the the, the first couple of trailers. I think we miss three or four characters, right? We're gonna see probably a King trailer, a Lars trailer. No, it's three, basic. I, I think it's three. King, Lars, Jack. Do I miss one? I don't know. But anyway, uh, some things look good in the game. Some things look not as good. Um, I th- uh, and what they must do right now, uh, not right now, but like in, in, uh, in not so long, they need to show uh, more things about the game package, as I was saying before. They need to show game modes. They need to talk about net uh, net code. This is one weird thing that Namco is not doing. Is not talking about net play, which is weird. Is, and also betas, right? They're talking about location tests. What the hell is going on? Location tests? In 2023? What is it, the 90s? They're doing some weird stuff, like very anachronistic stuff. Where, uh, I don't know, Capcom is doing betas that work, that really work online and stuff, with netcode that works really well, uh, like even across uh, the ocean, you know, it works really well. And they're not talking about the netcode, they're not talking about um, the content of the game, they're not talking about uh, having a beta test. Uh, 
I think I, I'm hopeful that the, that there will be a beta test for at least a closed beta test for Tekken, you know. Uh, but like they, they're gonna make people play it uh, like in a different location when they have tournament going on for Tekken Seven, which is which is okay, but it's it's a little bit anachronistic, you know. Uh, because I don't know if they're gonna show, show like official gameplay. We're gonna need to. Uh, stay on the lookout for uh, on Twitter and find like off-screen videos made with phones that really suck <laughs> all the time. We had that for Street Fighter 6 at the beginning, but you know it, there was also official gameplay. Uh, I wonder, for example, if Tekken is gonna have like um, personality, uh, FGC personalities have like uh, a, a look, a proper look at the game and like. Uh, letting them take uh, actual footage of the game, you know. I wonder about that because they look. Uh, Namco looks to me like a more traditional Japanese company that that likes to keep like things very close to their chest compared to Capcom, which uh, Capcom used to be like that, but they had a major shift uh, in how they do things after Street Fighter V. With with like the development of other games like Monster Hunter and uh, and Resident Evil, like you know the the games that are really successful that made that probably made Street Fighter Six possible without asking uh, help to other companies like they did with Street Fighter Five. So and, and and Namco looks to me like a more traditional company that like doesn't show up, doesn't talk to the community in the same way, at the same capacity that Capcom, Capcom is doing. So, but that being said, I was I was also lukewarm about like uh, my reception of the mechanics of Tekken. It was also lukewarm, but I'm getting like I'm getting used to to the idea of this very densely mechanic uh, mechanical game. Like it, it, it's kind of weird. Tekken has always been like just straight up neutral and uh, combos. No fluff, no meters, no nothing, no supers, no never. This time around, they 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 are throwing the kitchen sink at it, and I, I'm getting used to the idea to the idea of playing this different kind of tech. And I want to try. Uh, of course, I'm gonna try it, uh, and uh, I think I'm gonna have fun. Even though may, maybe it will not be like my main fighting game, but I will I will have fun playing. I don't have a main fighting game anymore. You know, I play I play whatever I feel like. At the, like mid to high level, let's say mid, mid, mid level. <laughs> let's let's keep the high level out of here. So let's talk about the other, the other two. I, I was talking about three games, you know, but there, there, uh, really, there, there's four because there, there, there is also Mortal Kombat. I want to talk a little bit about Mortal Kombat. Uh, it's the least interesting to me. Well, let me rephrase that. It's not the least interesting to me. It's the one that I'm probably gonna play the least. Okay? But it's actually very, very interesting. Very, very interesting for me. And I'll tell you why. But first I want to talk about Project L. Project L. Of course, it's an interesting project. 
from many many points of view you know it's interesting because it's made from some people that we know and we trust to make a nice game from people that love the kind of game that we love so it's not gonna be uh, the usual western fighting game this that feels janky to play I, I at least i hope so it doesn't look like it it will be it looks like it will be a snappy like versus kind of game okay like cvs uh, or just or M uh, mvc mvc type game right uh, looks like that. Characters are gonna be nice. They are already nice looking, and they will be more good looking when the games comes out. When the game comes comes out, I'm uh, I'm, I'm sure about that. And uh, and also, uh, there's many cool characters in that in that universe. You know, I used to play League of Legends. I'm I used to play also uh, Legends of Runeterra. I don't play that anymore because like time <laughs> and stuff like that um, and the characters are very very interesting and I always thought way before this the the, the fighting games what uh, the the riot fighting game was a thing you know I always thought that they would have made a good roster for a fighting game because there are so many interesting characters that do that do weird stuff uh, and um, from uh, they, they take inspiration from many many other like fantasy and sci-fi and uh, like I don't know whatever and, uh, and that's that's probably there that will be probably something for anybody in the game to play. There will be robots and monsters and humans and elves and orcs and everything. There will be whatever you might like uh, imagine. It will be in the game, and also not only like like design-wise aesthetically, but also like gameplay-wise. There will be so many things that you could do with those characters, and that's gonna be interesting. Also, you're gonna have such a big fan base. That's gonna be interested in the game, at least interesting in seeing the game, uh, and I think also interesting in trying the game. And that's gonna be interesting to see how many people we uh, from the Riot community will cross over and try a fighting game, and how many of them are gonna stick to the fighting game. I reckon there's gonna be a good number of them. They're gonna try it and gonna stick, and it's gonna. And then that is very important for the whole community, for our whole community. Um, GFGC is, it's about to get bigger. I'm sure about that. At least as far as like uh, viewership goes, because uh, if people, uh, if these kind of people that used to play or play Riot games. Uh, begin watching like uh, Project L tournaments and stuff, they will be watching other tournaments. I'm sure about that because they're gonna be, they're gonna get interested in the genre. They're gonna get like, they're gonna try to, um, they're gonna be able to understand the genre more and then they're gonna be able to enjoy other games tournaments also. And that's gonna be important because you're gonna see so if Riot is smart enough, and I think they are, they're gonna get some commentators from the FGC to commentate big Project L tournaments. 
not some random, I don't know, League of Legends commentator that just learned about Project Tell and tries to do commentary. I don't think so. They're gonna be smart because there are the Canon brothers inside uh, the company. They're gonna get, I don't know, Tasty Steve or whatever, commentating the first big tournaments. And they are gonna be great at explaining to people because they were. So every commentator that's gonna commentate a Project Tell tournament is gonna know that there will be people in the audience that don't know what they are watching. They don't know about findings, they don't know what neutral is, they don't know what, uh, like, the concept of spacing is, they don't, they, they will, they won't know what the punish is, they won't know anything about that. And I think they are smart enough, they are gonna be explaining to the viewers uh, many, many aspects of the game and try to get them into it. Try to get them interested in learning about those things. Um, so hopefully they'll do the right moves to get all these people interested in the fighting engineers at large, not only about Project L. So that's for me the real importance of this game. The, the importance of, of this game is gonna be also the game itself. Don't 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 get me wrong. The, I'm gonna try the game. I uh, I'm not usually into like team fighting games, like like with multiple character selection. I uh, but I will try it. I will try it, and I I'm, I hopefully will like it uh, and like get the game into my fighting game rotation. Right. I I I hope that I can do that. I hope that I like that I like it enough that I can do that and um, but that's what I'm hoping for the game is, look, is, is like to get the fighting game scene bigger and they can do that and they can do it, do that with the, the things that I already talked about and also with tournaments and also with prize pools uh, I don't think they're gonna go ham like Capcom is doing with millions right, right from the start because they're gonna probably see uh, what's the reception of the game, uh, how the community reacts, how many people are playing, and whatever, right? How many viewers uh, they're doing in the tournaments and stuff like that, before like committing huge amounts of money to the to the tournament scene. Uh, but if if it goes well, if it, if it goes according to plans, I think they're eventually gonna get up there, like with Capcom and stuff, as far as uh, economics go. But then again, first thing that we have to hope is that the game is good, first and foremost. Um, what I've looked, what I've seen so far, like mechanics and stuff, looks fun. Looks fun, looks, and it also looks polished, even though we don't know when when it's gonna drop. I, I what do you think, guys? Uh, is gonna drop before or after Tekken Eight? I don't know. I'm thinking after. Maybe slightly after. Just because, um, like, the nature of the fighting game. It's 3v3 fighting game. So you're gonna have... You're gonna need a big roster at launch to make, like, matchup interesting. You you, don't, you can't show up with 20 characters for, for a game that you need to choose three characters to play, right? It's like, it's like KOF. Uh, it always has a huge roster at launch because you have to choose three goddamn characters every time. So, 
they're gonna need to have a big roster. And I'm looking forward to like character reveals actually because I, I I'm I'm really into some of those characters. So I hope I hope some of my favorites show up uh, soon sooner rather than later. But uh, that's it about Project L. I think it's gonna be a very in- important fighting game for many many different different reasons, which are not all reasons that matter to Riot itself. But there are more reasons that like are important for us. And then, and then, there's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. What about that? If you know me, people from my co- community know that I'm a kind of a hater <laughs> for Mortal Kombat. I'm not a hater. I want to make that clear because I, I'm actually I actually love the IP. Maybe maybe people don't know that, but I actually love the Mortal Kombat IP. I love I love the first movie, for example. I'm I watched that movie so many times, you know, when I was little. I love the IP. I love the characters in the original IP, even though there are like some like very tropey derivative designs, like like the colored ninjas, you know, different colors, like what like very Power Rangery. Uh, but uh, there are some characters that are very, very cool in, in that franchise. They are very inspired, like like uh, uh, Kano, Lucan, uh, Raiden, you know. And oh, I you can you can say whatever you want about like the, the tropey ninjas, but like Scorpion Sub Zero is fucking cool. Yeah, they are just so fucking cool. You can you can uh, you can deny that. So, and there are also some interesting like takes on the ninja trope, like as of late. In the last couple of games, there were some interesting characters. But why people think that I'm a hater? Because the game, I, the games are very different from what I'm, I what I'm used to. So if you played a Mortal Kombat game before, like a recent one at least, it feels. How can I put it without like sounding jer- a jerk? <laughs> to me, they feel like I'm playing underwater. Like I'm, I like hold the controller underwater. Or I, I, even worse than that, I, under some kind of like jello, <laughs> you know? Because they, uh, the character feel heavy in those games. The work speed is weird. The uh, um, the startup of the moves is slower. So when you press a button, they don't do stuff right away. Uh, it feels like if you're used to a Japanese fighting game, Mortal Kombat feels kind of unresponsive, right? And I don't know if you feel like that. Also, the block button. I I thought I, I was I thought I hated the block button as a concept when I played Mortal Kombat 10 and when I tried to play Mortal Kombat 11, I thought, even Mortal Kombat 9, when I tried that, I thought that I hated uh, the block button as a, ho- as a whole concept. Like, I, like, it doesn't work for me, right? But then I tried the block button in Soul Calibur and it made sense. It made much more sense. I don't know if, like, the, um, the freedom of movement, like, in that game, made up for that, I don't know, but um, it felt like you can, you could do stuff more freely in Soul Calibur than you can do it in, uh, in Mortal Kombat, at least to me. 
uh, for me, it's like a continuous struggle between like I'm I'm blocking I'm, or I'm doing stuff. <laughs> My mind cannot compute when I'm supposed to like actually actively blocking. Uh, it's so weird for me. But anyway, uh, it's more um, it's the feeling that bothers me the most because I played also Injustice that doesn't have a block button, and the feeling the the, the janky feeling is still there. Uh, it's better for me, like, it's easier for me to uh, adapt to Injustice just because you don't have to, like, press a button to block, but uh, it's kind of weird also, uh, Injustice is kind of weird also. And um, and and then there, there's one more thing that, like, for me, like, really breaks it, uh, and it's, like, the dialing combo system from the jump-ins, because... I can kind of understand the dialing combos on the ground, which sort of feel like Tekken strings, sort of, like, you know, it's kind of a 2D Tekken in that way, apart from the, like, the block button, of course, and, uh, but from jump-ins, oh my god, the fact that you need to dial in the combo that you want to do on the ground after the jump-in button, you have to dial in that before the character even gets to the ground. Like, you, you, you are still in the air. It, it, it's kind of like you have to make the jumping button part of the string you're going to do on the ground. Right? It's all going to be, like, continuous. And that thing doesn't get into my mind. That's it's just, it's just I'm so hard-minded about that. It's so too difficult to me. I cannot wrap my head around the fact that I need to dial in the combo while, while I'm still in the air. And also, in and the other thing, weird thing in those games, and that you do, uh, like, the frames mathematics don't, doesn't work out really. Because, uh, for example, let's say you have uh, something that is plus on, on hit, like plus... Let's, let, me, let me say plus 10 on hit, right? I do a string, and I'm plus 10 after it. I cannot link a 10 frame string into that. Doesn't work like that. The, like, the basic math of other fighting games doesn't work. I don't know how, I don't know why. After the string, you cannot... The only thing, the only combo that you can, like... The only way you can continue combos after, like, a canned string is by juggling. There's no grounded links, no grounded like continuation co combos without some weird mechanic, right? But that also is kind of weird when I'm looking at that. Uh, I don't know, I don't know. There's some weird stuff in uh, in those games, but what they do right is presentation, is marketing. They don't do music well. Uh, Usually, like the OST from Mortal Kombat, Kombat is kind of forgettable. It's like like a movie, kind of a tropey movie soundscape. It's not like really like music, so it's not it's not something that you can like remember very well from from those kind of games. But they do presentation very well, they do marketing very well, and they do content extremely well because they do big single-player campaign, cinematic story mode with all the weird stuff and funny stuff. Like, you know, it's not a game that takes itself really very seriously, so you're gonna have fun 
playing playing the campaign because you're gonna uh, you're gonna get a good laugh like with Johnny Cage doing stupid stuff and stuff like stuff like that. So that's that's a really nice thing they do. And, uh, and and there are some many some other aspects they do well like like uh, different modes for playing like they did like a mini game just to unlock stuff in the game with the crypt. Uh, they do the towers like uh, the old all, all the um, let's say all the arcade modes with the with the towers uh, that like also like the they change in time they have new challenges uh, every once in a while so they keep the game updated and stuff they have many good things going for them as far as like uh, mainstream content goes uh, the, the, those games probably lack a little bit in the in the very hardcore like competitive scene compared to other games even though they are very big in some tournaments especially in the first couple of years they 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 um, they were out like uh, more combat 10 and 11 had a really nice like two to three years of competitive scene then they drop off a little bit uh, yeah more the combat 10 like lasted a little bit longer than 11 but you know it's also because like there's a new game over a couple of years usually this time around is this is the first time that they took more than I think more than two or three years to get the game done and they skipped and they skipped the usual they usually do like one year it's more a combat the other year is injustice and they skipped injustice this time around so they focused they, they they took their time to focus more on Mortal Kombat 12 and and this and this is why it's get it's getting interesting for me it's getting interesting especially from a design standpoint because the other thing that I hate about those games is animations. Oh god, I hate those animations. I can I cannot stand Mortal Kombat animations. They look so stupid. They look weird. They they don't look impactful at all. They looked they look like they to me they look like puppets. Like with strings attached like marionettes with somebody like that is moving them above it's kind of weird and um, they, they lack like they lack the proper impact they um, the animation are so linear when they punch stuff and kick stuff that they do some very linear animation I don't know if there's like uh, very much about uh, motion capture and then like leaving leaving it as it is it's kind of like they feel that leaving the motion capture as it is and don't like touch it by hand afterwards is more like realistic probably and it probably is even though there are some I don't know there are some animations that are not that realistic at all like like crouching kicks that look ridiculous but that's not the point uh, the thing is when it when it's video game you need to sell actions more you need to oversell the motion you cannot like just do the motion like it is you need to oversell it to make it impactful and fun. So, and that's like Japanese developers are masters at that, with all the basically all the games, not just fighting games. And, and um, uh, so it's, it's it's super weird to see uh, to me right now. The, the, the Netherlands Netherlands games don't look good to me just for the reason alone because maybe like you know. The graphics are great, the presentation is great, like the character look good, actually. 
the faces, the rigs, the animation. In the face, the facial animation are actually good. Probably the technology behind that is is really nice, but like the body animation, that they don't work. They they really don't work. And I don't know if they heard the complaint. The thing is, the, the Netherland community doesn't talk about that. And this is kind of crazy to me. I don't know why those people don't talk about how bad the animation looks in, in those games. I don't know why. I don't know. I'm... I'm, flab I'm flabbergasted by that. Even Maximilian dude, you know, that like plays all the fighting games and stuff, and he really likes Japanese games that are animated. Uh, 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 they're fantastically animated. And then, and then he plays Mortal Kombat 10, which is his favorite Mortal Kombat game, and he doesn't talk about how bad the animation look, which is weird to me. I think, well, he maybe is like in a position that he cannot like like shit on games very much, because it, uh, even like even when he saw um, King of Fighter 15, he didn't like mention that the game looked like shit, basically. It was saying like, yeah, it looks good, it looks good, it looks better than 14. Yeah, of course, but you know, 14 looked like ass, so there's not much there going on. Maybe he's in a different position because like he's, he's actually mainstream right now. But many people don't talk about that. Apart from like some small channels that like they have um, a specific interest in animation. I don't know. What... What is the thing that is making this release, uh, this announcement of Mortal Kombat 12 interesting to me is actually this. I want to see if they're like heard the complaints of some people, not all people, many people, I guess, like me. And if they took this longer time to develop the game just to improve some of those aspects. And I don't mean just animation, also the fact that like the game feels like unresponsive. I don't think they will ever gonna change the string, the, the how the, the strings work and the block button and stuff because it's it's, it's kind of like changing uh, the identity of the game probably. Like it's like I don't know. It's kind of like uh, Tekken 8 without downfall once in the game. <laughs> Something like that. They they want they want they won't touch like the, how the combos are performed and stuff. But uh, hopefully the game, hopefully uh, Mortal Kombat 12 would be faster, especially compared to 11, which was very slow. It felt even more unresponsive unresponsive that, that than 10 did because it was a slower game overall. So hopefully they like uh, sped up the game, and hopefully they change this animation, man. I want to see a proper punch. I want to see like because they so characters in the in those games do do cool stuff, you know, but they do in a way that looks uncool to me. <laughs> so I, I I I wish they did those kind of things in a cool way, like in a hype way. I want to see hype animation, like you know fast stuff, like flashy stuff. They also don't have much in a way of like 
uh, VFX in those games, so they don't have like they don't usually use it sparks, block sparks, uh, counter it sparks and stuff like that. It's very plain looking from that standpoint. So I wish also they did something about that because Tekken used to used to be the same way, and and Tekken basically blew up when they started like thinking about those things because are they are important for the viewership they are important for to get people in you know like and also as you know this is my profession speaking right now um, I'm a user experience designer and I think those kind of things are not just like visual flourishes they are also things that are are actually useful for uh, for players because you can read some of the things that happen on screen much much easily easier in a much easier way because because you know for example before Tekken 8, uh, 7 I would have never understood uh, when I got a counter it for uh, like a counter it launcher probably I, I, I don't have like the, those kind of reaction especially now that I'm getting older I don't have like snappy reaction to all the things that are happening on screen so uh, when in Tekken 7 I see like the, the, the zoom in the big zoom in when I get the the, the counter it that launches ah uh, that's great for me because I, I, I immediately understand that I, okay now I got a combo like I switch my brain combo time which didn't happen before and, and uh, in, in Mortal Kombat I find very hard to read those kind of situations, like counter-reads or like special states, uh, whatever. They had some flourishes with like the um, the X-rays and in the in Mortal Kombat 11 they had those moves that once uh, once again you could like enhance the moves and do a big cinematic cinematic stuff, right? But in like in the moment-to-moment gameplay, there is no like visual indication on of what is actually happening right so i I'm, I'm hopeful that something something in that vein will change i'm hopeful that animation will change and i'm also hoping that this time that they like make the development cycle of mortal kombat or never netherland games in general longer because if you do a game every couple of years it's really, it's really easy for your community to like forget about the game you do. When you think about Tekken or Street Fighter games, every one of them, like, it's kind, it's kind of defi- def- it, it's, uh, it's, it defines an era basically. When you when you talk about Street Fighter Four, you you talk about you talk about an, a, a very long era of fighting game, right? The, the Street Fighter 4 days, which were years, which had ter- very, uh, so many tournaments, so many cool moments happening and stuff like that. You had also that in 5, even though f- for me personally it was not so mo- memorable as like older games, but you know, you, you got that in Street Fighter 5 also. And you it, it definitely got that in Tekken 7. So uh, it's important to have like longer lasting fighting games. And we saw that this is also uh, important to get new players, new players. I'm sorry, 
new players into the games because you you have seen new players from uh, you, new Street Fighter Five players like very young people uh, just starting to play right now do very well in tournaments like Andy Walker and stuff like that. And you've seen also like young guns coming up in in the Tekken scene in a game that was already like seven or eight years old. Okay, so it's important to keep your game going for a long time, for a longer time, longer than two, three years, because you have to establish your game uh, for the community, and you have like to support the game properly and uh, feed the game with new stuff, with new characters, with new, uh, balance changes, and also uh, like new mechanics to add to the game. Maybe, I don't know, hopefully Street Fighter 6 will do this. Um, like, add like expansion packs for the single player modes. Why not? We've seen that Street Fighter 6 probably has like different locations for its World Tour mode and hopefully there will be more uh, in the future because they, they announced Metro City, Italy and France. Yeah, Italy. They're gonna come to Rome. And um, and hopefully, like uh, in the future, I don't know when when they when they get Rashid out, maybe they uh, they do an Emery and um, Emirates uh, uh, like location for the water or something like that. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, and hopefully, like uh, Netherlands, Netherlands like keeps supporting their games longer. This is important. If they want to get serious about community stuff, like and also the competitive scene, I think this is important. Um, and as I was saying, I'm a fan of the IP, so I I I hope so much that I can get into this new game, because I always say, nah, it's not for me. I I I, I won't I won't buy the new Mortal Kombat, right? And I bought the, and I bought Mortal Kombat 10. And I played a little bit, but I didn't get into it very much. I wasn't good. I was I was frustrating for me. Uh, I, I just like like to do combos in the game, and I like to uh, I really I like to like play ladders and stuff. And, uh, the single player mode stuff is it was interesting. Uh, then I bought Injustice Two because I tried Injustice One, but I it felt like so slow, so like unresponsive. The injustice one was was boring. Um, but the roster was interesting. The thing is, uh, like they had this DC uh, license, which is really cool. I like DC characters. So when I saw Injustice Two, I saw the graphics. I was, uh, I was in. I was in. I was in. Right. I bought it. And that that is the Netherrealm game that I played. Probably the most, uh, and uh, and I was like I was getting to it uh, also in the um, in ranked mode and stuff. But I noticed that at some point, like ranked became very stagnant for me. There wasn't. That's another thing about like Netherlands games that uh, the progression, the rank progression, doesn't feel very rewarding. And that is something that I need to address, I think, in the next game. Because I liked Injustice 2 very much, but I didn't feel that I was making progress when I was playing online. Even though I was winning, for example, I didn't feel that I was making much progress going on. So I don't like. I don't. I don't know. They need to. They need to address that in uh, in Mortal Kombat 12. Hopefully, like there's a proper 
ranked uh, ladder that you can climb up like in other games. In, 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 in an interesting and not frustrating way. And there is probably also another thing that, that like uh, hampers a little bit the, the ranked modes in those games. Is that there are so much casual players playing ranked that most of the time you get like easy fights. That was my perception at least. At um, like nine times out of ten, I was getting like people that didn't know what they were doing. Uh, and, and even though I was like getting higher in ranked, I always had the same issue. Uh, not not so much in in Mortal Kombat because it, it, also in Mortal Kombat 11 I didn't get very far playing because I get I got bored very quickly. Uh, but in Injustice I was doing well, uh, and and the rank like didn't click for me. The rank the, the rank progression didn't click for me. Uh, I don't know. Anyhow, so this is my hope for the uh, for for Mortal Kombat 12, and I want to see the reveal. I, I'm I'm really curious to see the reveal. Uh, I don't know when it's gonna be. Probably, I, like I think, like uh, E3 time frame. They probably do something uh, like a like a show. Maybe maybe Warner Bros. Games will be will be doing a stream or something. I don't know. They'll announce, or maybe at Summer Game Fest, like uh, like the, the the Jeff Keighley stuff. They will do something like Street Fighter did last year. They probably like show the game. Maybe. Oh, <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> I probably blew blew your ears out right now. I'm sorry about that. Is that my allergy is coming? It's that time of the year. Like plants are beginning squirting stupid stuff in the air, and I'm and I'm feeling it. I'm sorry about that. Anyhow, um, I hope to see more comment twelve soon. And I, and I hope, God, I hope to like it. I hope they answer some of them, of the question I, I have for them. I hope they, uh, like, get me excited as the other games are doing right now. So it's a nice, it's a nice time to be a fan game fan. Also, like, many older games are getting some love from the development teams. Like uh, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm probably gonna try like Dragon Ball again, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters because it, it's getting like a netcode update. Oh god, I want I wanted that netcode update for a long time because I, I was actually getting getting into that game, but like ranked were, ranked uh, online matches in general was so bad that I that I just uninstalled it like very quickly. But I was liking that game. So there are so many games that are like getting updates. Grand Blue Fantasy is getting an update. It's like a big overall, and hopefully also uh, a better netcode. Um, DNF is one game that I really enjoyed <laughs> when it came out. I really enjoyed DNF. Uh, I was playing like a, a, what is it called a shooter. I don't know. I don't really remember the stupid name of the character in the game. The, the character names are so, so stupid in that game. Uh, the, the the guy with the sword and 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 like the shotgun, I don't know how, how the fuck it's called, but I was I was having so much fun playing it. So uh, many many fighting games are getting updates. Many fighting fighting games are uh, like have 
uh, thriving communities. Maybe not as big as some of some of the big ones, but you know, huh? there there are always communities like out there. Strive is doing well. Uh, it's getting new characters, even though it's getting a bad fights. Oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Why? Why they brought that to bed? Without the man, also they brought the ba they brought back the ma the bed, which has like the soul of Batman inside it, and he fights, and it has a little girl that like just watches him fight. What the hell is that? Oh god, it's so weird. But but, but uh, apart from that, the game is like the game looks good. Uh, I'm playing. I am actually playing it a little bit right now. Uh, because they released it on uh, Game Pass, and I was curious about the version. I want to see how it works, if it worked, it, if, if if it worked well, and it works. It works pretty much like the Steam version. It's it's actually the same. Uh, but like, yeah, I took the occasion like to get a little bit back into it, and I like it. I like the game. It looks great. Oh, it looks great. It looks fantastic. It feels also fantastic to play. Um, it's kind of um, if. It kind of feels limited a little bit but, uh, compared to other games that I play, but uh, for me it's okay because a limited uh, Guilty Gear is still better than like, like a, a crazy ass Guilty Gear, which is too difficult for my stupid monkey brain. So <laughs> Strive is like the the perfect amount of difficult for me, as far as like anime games go. Because yeah, I'm I, I'm good with other fighting games, be fighting games being like more complex, but uh, anime games, oh god. When they get crazy, they get real crazy. Now, Strive is, is kind of a nice compromise for me. Anyhow, let's close this up. Some final thoughts about this. The whole thing. It's a great time to be a fighting game fan. That's for fucking sure. You can bet your money on it. You're gonna get three big games, probably in the span of two to three years, I think, hopefully two, you're gonna get updates for old game that we like, you're gonna get a lot of stuff, and uh, we're gonna get a lot of games that are very, very different from each other, because I'm gonna play all of them, if, if, um, if Mortal Kombat 12 is great, I'm gonna freaking play four fighting games at the same time. I'm sure of that. I'm gonna play Street Fighter 6, I'm gonna play Tekken 8, I'm gonna play uh, Project L when it comes out, probably, hopefully. And I will and I will, and I will go I will play also Mortal Kombat if if it doesn't have the, the usual weird stuff that I really don't like. <laughs> but I'm I'm hopeful. I want I wanna I wanna say that I want gonna uh, that I'm gonna play it. I wanna say that. I like to support every fighting game because it's the, it's, it's my genre. It's my, it's my type of game. It's the kind of game I love. That's why I, I do a, a show about that. A show that nobody listens to. <laughs> that's that's a. You know Tokido that did the, 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 that said the, the really touching quote from Tokido at the end of uh, Capcom Cup Finals. You know, no, the Able Finals. I'm sorry. I said the fighting games are something so great. Right? And he was right. This is something that makes me do uh, one hour and 20 minutes of talking alone like a, like a stupid... 
in front of no audience at all, hoping for somebody to listen to it later <laughs> when I release the podcast version and having fun doing that, you know? I'm talking by myself, watching at myself in, in, in OBS. <laughs> I'm watching my face in OBS, like talking about shit that I like, that I love. And I'm having fun, even though I'm not talking to anyone. But that's something, you know. You gotta think about that. When some one passion of 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 a gamer, right? This is one small genre of games that make people so passionate. Enough passionate enough to do stuff like this. And trying to get more people into it. Like, you know? I'm always like like pestering my friends about fighting games, even though they don't like them. They don't they are not interested. I'm always talking about fighting games, even to people that are not interested in fighting games. Because 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 they're so good. Because they offer so much to the game to the gaming experience. They offer community, they offer friendship, they offer uh, great moments. They offer great, great fun, uh, like uh, satisfaction in like uh, overcoming obstacle obstacles and stuff like that. Uh, you have those big breakthrough moments, and you get something. Then you get something that you practice a lot, and then you get on some get it on somebody online, or or even better, in an offline tournament or something like that. It's so good. It's so satisfying. And also the camaraderie, like of, of of the community, is so good. It's something that you, I don't know, I, I don't know, maybe other communities are like that also. But it is what I've seen so far. I've seen uh, much more toxic communities in in my time, and uh, like the fighting game community is so good, it's so great. Everybody's like getting hyped for everything they see. Uh, when you get into an event, a tournament like the Red Line fight that we did last year, even though I didn't like care for Street Fighter V at that time anymore, I got hype watching the players go at it and, and like and uh, like the flurry of emotions that came out of their faces when they were playing and their hands moving like crazy on the controllers and people shouting in the crowd. I was so good. So I think that it's important that we have such bright future ahead for this genre because it's a, one of the best genres of games ever. And on that note, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here even though I was alone and talking like a madman to a screen. And I want to remind everybody that this episode, as always, will be available on podcast platforms from tomorrow. And also, would like to ask everybody to like leave a comment, like a like, a follow to our like uh, social channels. We are on Twitter and on YouTube. Um, just search for Late Fight Show, and you find us. Um, Maybe like take your time to uh, write down a review on Spotify that will help us very much to like 
uh, get a little bit more uh, exposure on Spotify. So thanks everybody for everything. And as I always say, from the Late Fight Show, it's game over. Good night. Welcome to the Late Fight Show.